Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Bijou Podcasts. You're listening to episode 95 of the Stacey June Show. Hello, it is a self-centered Sunday podcast and today I want to encourage you to not label your emotions. here, the host of the Stacey June Show. Hope you are all very well. I have been a little bit on a hiatus. I had a baby slash bogan moon is what I was calling it um, a week ago and it's put me a bit out of whack. So our episodes over the last couple of weeks have either been non-existent or a little bit all over the shop in terms of their date drops. So thanks for your patience with that. Um, There are so many episodes for you to go back and listen to. But if you are someone that is up to date and hangs for every single episode of the Stacey June Show, there are three a week. So you are a legend if that is the case. Um, I am thankful and grateful for your patience. So where am I at? Today I'm feeling super hormonal and agitated and I I actually think I wanted to talk about this before I got to uh, got myself to this place this week. Um, so it's actually quite fitting that I'm very much landed in the topic that I wanted to share with you today. Um, but before I get there, I just wanted to say um, a little bit of info about what this show is if you haven't already listened. Essentially, on a Sunday, it, I really use it as a bit of a church day. I'm so obsessed with Kanye's Sunday service at the moment because I'm really uh, passionate about everybody essentially creating a Sunday spiritual kind of um, essence or some kind of self-care day in their own routine for themselves, however that looks. And I think he was really uh, disenfranchised with the way the church worked and wanted to work through music and have more of a service kind of um, sacred offering the way that he wants. And I've always been really passionate about that for myself. So the podcast isn't recorded on a Sunday, but it's certainly built for you to consume it on a Sunday if you can. Maybe that day is um, you know, a Tuesday or a Friday if you work different hours to a lot of the world. Um, But essentially it is a thought, a process, a belief, a something that's triggering or maybe even evoking something true within me that I want to share with you, whether that's in resolution of it or whether that's me being in the middle of it or whether that's me being in contemplation of it. And today there's a couple of things that bring up the non-labeling of feelings uh, as a topic to you because I think we really find ourselves quite stuck in living a life of whether it's good or bad. And this may be a little bit similar to my Managing Your Moods podcast. If you haven't listened to that and you do resonate with this, you could go back and get a little bit more of a fuller picture around this topic. 
But I, I've, I've spent a lot of time over the last few months coaching. I did. I started one-on-one coaching. I started the beginning of the year in groups and then moved into one-on-one coaching, which I absolutely loved and will be reopening that next year for sure. Um, there is like an information box that you can sign up to for next year if you're interested in doing coaching to hear when I'll start up again um, after the baby's born. I'm pregnant, uh, very pregnant for those of you that are unaware. But I've, a big theme that's come up has been that I think we often take signs in our life. We're working on law of attraction at the moment with a lot of different uh, clients because we're moving towards the end of our coaching. And a lot of the time we're wrapping up because we want to kind of set a goal or set some intentions moving forward for 2020 because it is that kind of year, that time of year. And a lot of the people that I'm speaking to are really quite in touch with their positive signs but not so in touch with signs that come through that may not evoke a feeling of joy or, um, I guess, um, completion or um, resolution. And if they don't evoke that sense of knowing or comfort, there's this real a lack of ability to take them on as signs. So, for example, if you see, you know, Angie on The Bachelorette speaks about sunflowers being her sign from her grandmother, I have diff- I have an, a very clear animal sign that I see that I ask for, for guidance and say, please, could you give me guidance for this? I surrender it and then wait to see if I see this sign. Or maybe you just heard a song. Um, you might have just seen 11.11. There might be – there's a billion different ways that you can – can be in contact and conversation with the universe through signs. And often we'll take them as this really beautiful way to be reassured with where we are in our life, as long as they come from a place that gives us comfort. But it's interesting because a lot of the time at the kind of the roadblocks that I've dealt with with some of my coaching clients over the past few weeks, and this is a big one, particularly if you're dating as well, anything that isn't necessarily what we want isn't always seen as a sign because it's been labeled as negative. So my point is that if say there was a guy that you were into, but you weren't really sure how things were panning out, you would send him a text message and he would write back maybe three or four days later. And whilst that is not a comfortable thing, it's not necessarily what you wanted or it's not what you wanted at all. It wouldn't be seen as a sign because it doesn't give you the outcome that you want. But what I'm here to remind you is that signs are happening all around us and we miss them because we label them as negative and don't want to see them. But I think we sometimes have to take this negative idea off certain emotions, certain signs, certain parts of our life and start seeing them as pieces of information. So for example, back to that dating example, you know, it could have worked out that maybe in three months' time you continue to have these text exchanges with this particular person and then in three months' time you're out one night, your feelings have gotten deeper but their actions haven't really changed so you're still feeling very similar to how you were originally about the text messages coming through late and having this real kind of uneasiness and, you know, just being unsure about where he stands and then three months later you're out and you see him with another girl And that's super negative, double negative then. But what my invitation to you is, is to start to see signs clearly to you from the universe without putting a negative spin on it. So for example, when that guy wasn't texting you back within three days, 
to me that says that he isn't ready for commitment if that's what you want and you've communicated that. Um, Even if you haven't communicated that, it's a really clear way to see that someone isn't really invested. It doesn't take three days to text back a person that someone, if you're very invested in. If I haven't texted a friend back within 24 hours, even though sometimes it happens, there's a fairly quick response with an apology because I do want them to know that I am invested in them and that maybe that 24 hours just didn't allow me to get there in time. But the feeling is there to say, oh my God, I'm so sorry I didn't write back to this, blah, 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 because there is a foundation of investment, regardless of whether that's always achieved, there is. So if there's a real kind of flippancy around response with a text, for example, it's quite clear that essentially their investment is at least different to yours. And so because it's different, because we're uncomfortable, because we feel uneasy, because we feel like that's not what we want, we don't see it as information. We don't see it as a sign. And therefore, it then continues to get worse and worse. We have to see more extreme negative, in inverted commas, signs for us to really get the picture that potentially this guy isn't for us. Yet we could have really seen the communication from the universe much earlier if we didn't put this negative, I guess, uh, result on everything that doesn't go our way. And that comes back to emotions too. I think often, like I said, when I was in coaching, people would come in and say, I'm not getting responses to this job that I went through, or I did this, this, and this. Could be a whole myriad of different reasons. And and it's much easier for a person that's not in the situation feeling it to suggest this, which is why I'm a coach. But I'm doing this for you now that it isn't always it isn't always a negative label that should be put on feel a feeling of discomfort. So when you don't get things your way, when you do feel sad sometimes that things don't go your way or you feel sad about I don't know, someone disappointing you or you feel disappointed that you didn't get a job, straight away we've put that as a negative experience. And whilst it doesn't feel the same as a joyous experience of when a friend doesn't disappoint you or when you do get that job, it's really interesting that we put a negative label on these parts of our lives because let's face it, it is so much more likely for you to not get a job than it is for you to get one. Everyone's not walking around applying for every job and getting them all. Mostly you're not getting them. So I find it interesting that then the majority of our life is spent with us assuming negative actions, negative uh, results, a negative idea of the way we live our life. And I think we really need to shake this up. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I 
again, I'm not saying that sad or discomfort is easy, but I'm saying if we take the negative label off it and we look at it as information, as a sign essentially from the universe as to where we need to go, how we need to navigate, what it's trying to tell us, just as much as we listen to the positive signs that we could change not only our whole day, but our whole year. It is such a different perspective like it is a really a big game changer in the way that we approach life because if you start to see signs early on that aren't heavy and aren't kind of soul dread like just soul breaking like if your partner of 10 years cheats on you look there is not going to be many people that are going to say that's a positive thing to happen to you but I think at the same time I'm, I'm sure that five years down the track, if that person found out other parts of this person and then discovered that maybe it was a good idea we didn't have babies and then you start to see positivity, you get there eventually because it's a piece of information that you didn't have before. It's much harder to then change, I guess, a positive mindset um, into something as deep as that. But when we're looking at day-to-day stuff, like, you know, not writing back texts for a guy that we've known for fucking a month or or not getting a job that we didn't even get an interview with so we don't even know for sure that was the perfect job for us, we apply for these jobs and we create these stories or things in our life about how they're going to work out and yet we're not even 100% sure they're for us at that point. Like, so we can't get so attached and start to see things as not such a you know, full-on negative label when really we could be looking at it as pieces of information for us to make our next step. Just look at these things as equal pieces of the puzzle, negative and positive at the beginning of situations or how you work through your day-to-day life, that all of these pieces of information are parts of the puzzle for you to get where you need to be. And the more we clean out our ears and listen to the universe, the more we listen to our intuition, the more it will allow us to stop spinning a lot of the things that are going into our life into a spiral where it is negative, it is unfortunate, it does make you angry, you do get depressed, you do get anxious, when really so much of it could be a piece of information that we use for our advantage. So I hope that this week you could maybe think about ways that you can spin this perspective and not necessarily say, okay, I'm going to just change this from negative to positive, but just take the negative label off and then see what you're left with when you say, okay, what do I need to know from this? What piece of information can I get from this? As opposed to labeling it negative or positive. Because I think it is a big jump for you to see the beauty in everything and see that. And look, that's great if you're able to do that. But I'm not really asking you to go that far. All I'm suggesting is that you take the negative spin off it and leave it to be neither. The reason I was going to talk about this as well, which I won't get into too deep as well, is because I'm so hormonal right now, I'm looking to label everything as, as you know, extreme. Like It's just like I haven't felt this hormonal since probably my first trimester where I would have like a peak for a day or two where I would feel really irrationally emotional and kind of... I don't know, just vibey. And and I would, there was a couple of times when I took my um, injections when I was trying for this baby that I just really despised Ben, my partner. And the last couple of days, I've I've really felt this, um, just a disconnect with him, myself, and just my feelings. I don't feel like a lot of the stuff I'm feeling, I'm going to get upset now because I'm super emotional. Um, 
are valid or merited in any way, but they are channeling, they're working through me and in such an intense way. And this lesson's been really important for me to not label anything. Don't label that we're in a bad place because I'm picking at him or he's reacting back to me. Or don't label that I feel so emotional last night that I howled into his arms and still don't really know why. (laughs) Like it doesn't need to have a label right now. I am pregnant and I'm tired and hormonal. And it's easy for me to say that. Actually, no, it's not easy for me to say that because you still feel like you're yourself. And Ben still sees me as myself. You have to remind yourself that this is most likely, if not definitely, because I have lots of hormones working through me at the moment and we need to not label it. So at least we've got a reason. But sometimes it is a bit tricky when you feel something and you don't have something like hormones or, um, you know, I didn't sleep last night to kind of put on top of it to then say, I'm not going to label it. You just have to choose not to label it full stop. So It is a really important lesson. It is something that will take a bit of practice, but I think it could really, really not only transform the way that you approach your day or your week, but also you might get all this information that you weren't open to before because you were so quick to label it as negative that the information was lost. So ask the question, what can I what can I find out from this or why did this happen? Is there something that I should readjust? Uh, and check in with your intuition about that. And then if so, adjust it. If not, let it go. Uh, and that is my tip from me to you this week, uh, a very hormonal, emotional, I don't know, exhausted woman coming into the last couple of weeks of writing her book and just nesting in a way that's now a bit intense because the time is definitely coming up and Christmas and everything, you want to have everything sorted so you can just kind of relax. So I get everybody's kind of frenzy. So let's just all try and kind of really ground ourselves over the next few weeks and try and have, you know, not that hectic spin into the, the end of the year like a lot of people do. This week I have such a great guest. My One of my kinesiologists, Deborah Beers, will join me and talk about how we can set some intentions uh, into 2020 that aren't these kind of, I don't know, really um, uh, externally driven kind of vibe and how and, and how it is important actually to think about the new year and how we set that up for ourselves and how we've got the absolute capability to be the writer of our lives. She's incredible um, and so she'll be joining me this week on Thursday. I am doing a Find Your Intuition live workshop on the 8th of December in Sydney. If you're in New South Wales or if you're not and you'd like to travel and come and see me for the first and last time this year live, I would love you to join me. Um, We are putting together a goodie bag that is now worth well over, um, I think almost $400. There's like a startup crystal pack. There's Mecca products. There's jewelry in there. There are all kinds of not just kind of little sample treats like proper Christmas gifts in these uh, packages so the tickets um, the the goodie bags are going to be worth almost triple what the ticket amount is and that's not even taking into account what I'm going to offer so we talk about ways to find your intuition I actually give a guided meditation of how you can access that within yourself Um, so when so when you come out of that meditation you will feel it and then we have a bit of a break and come back and work on how you can then activate that feeling so we can set up 2020 for you in a way that isn't about your mind 
deciding what you should be doing, but what your heart is telling you to do. And and that might be a bit scary, but we at least identify what that is and you can put steps in place to maybe have a go at it. It might not be that you quit your job in January, but it may just be that there's some ways for you to start, I don't know, massaging parts of you that you haven't done before. So I'm very excited to share all of that with you. Um, tickets are available uh, now. If you go to my website, I'll put it in show notes or you can search Stacey June Finding Your Intuition with Beautiful Minds um, and I look forward to seeing you. It will be a pretty intimate group. It's my first talk that I've ever done so it's going to be a real nice chance at this point and probably one of the last chances for you to get to really um, – get to really kind of engage with me. A lot of the talks that I'll do next year and with the book tour and then having baby and whether it's coaching or whatever aren't always as personal. So this is a little bit of a trial moving into next year. So it will be quite intimate. So if you weren't sure about it, I would really encourage to come to this one. It's not going to be some big kind of hall thing. It's going to be super intimate. So I feel like you'll get some essence of that coaching and that intimacy in this in this particular workshop as well because it'll be super tight and different. It'll be a good group of girls, I imagine. Um, so, yeah, tickets are on sale now. I think we've kept them at the early bird prices because of Christmas. So I'm not 100% sure when the girls are going to switch those over. Um, so you're lucky if you haven't grabbed your tickets already because they're still there at the moment as I record this. But I'm not sure how long they're going to stay there for. Um, as for next year, I've kept filling everybody in. My mail list is the place to go. I will be um, packing up shop towards the end of the year. Single Pringle, the podcast, will be finishing up at the end of of this year uh, getting ready for the book that will be released mid 2020 uh, so there'll be some changes and I will be going out of action for a bit at the beginning of next year and how we kind of re-sculpt and rebuild that back next year is TBC but I will let you know before I leave that's for sure and over the next few weeks I have a friend that I met from India coming on the show I'm going to talk to Ben again or I'm going to chat to my own doula uh, talking about what a doula is and how I'm going to approach my birth um, and we're going to do a big Q&A as well if you do have questions at any point podcast at stacyjune.com is where you can find uh, find us um, to really gear up the year and you might have any kind of question whether it's coaching or dating or whatever um, we'll do some big couple of podcasts around that towards the end of the year as well um, okay guys and how amazing is it that Angie from The Bachelorette I'm just talking my head off here now because I haven't spoken to you guys in ages but that Angie from The Bachelorette found love like if you haven't listened to the podcast that I spoke to her before she went into the house I just kind of keep thinking of that chat that I had with her this year and how lucky I felt to really just I don't know engage with her at that time Engage sounds so funny because we're friends, but just really dive into that space with her before she met Carlin and, and before she went through this whole experience about who she was and what she was looking for. So it is really nice. He actually reminds me a bit of Ben. It's sweet. Like he's just a real sweetheart, but he's got this real confidence to him um, and he's creative. And yeah, I just think, um, yeah, I just, I'm just wrapped for her. So if you haven't listened to that show, there's a single Pringle episode that she talks about her dating life and then also a full uh, extended interview. I'll put both of those in show notes as well. All right, guys, Single Pringle will be back on Tuesday and I hope you have fun trying to unlabel the emotions you feel this week. Bye, friends. This has been another Bijou Podcast production.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 